on, everybody? Welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. I'm your co-host today, Kevin slash Bucky, here with... Oh, you got Diamond in the house, back in the house. And we are... We are the Midnight Terrors podcast. Singing some licks today. I like it. Yeah, kicking a lick. Hell yeah. Well, Jason, we're back. Uh, we are the gruesome twosome back together again to uh, talk about some more horror. But we came off of our live event at our second live event at Oak Road Brewery with Here Comes Krampus edition. That was a lot of fun. See, si, senor. Uh, ah, forget my yawn. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I. Of course, with it being our our second event, I felt like we were kind of a little more organized, a little more put together. Um, but I had a great time. I thought it went went very well. Yeah, it was great. And Shout we out. We had a we had a packed house, man. We do, we did, man. It was uh quite the big scale uh this time. So shout out to all of our wonderful friends and family that were there. That was a good time. Uh, and everybody listening here, you're gonna hear those episodes uh coming out real soon uh just in time for the holidays so uh look out for those but jason we're back now to uh doing what we do we're gonna talk about a movie tonight um so we're talking about vhs from 2012 and i don't really think this was picked by either one of us specifically i think this was a title that was thrown out by both of us and it was kind of just in agreement that we would do it Uh yeah, I mean basically like I had I had seen it. Um it was one that uh Mr. and Mrs. J had recommended to me um quite a while ago. Um so it'd been a long time since I, I watched it. Um and we were just kind of kicking around stuff the other day and we were just like, Hey, what about VHS? Um, because you still hadn't seen it, right? Correct. So probably not surprising to anyone that listens to the show, but this was my first watch of VHS and this movie's been out for just over eleven years now, um, which is <laughs> which is fucking insane. Yeah, welcome to the party, buddy. Yeah, no, exactly. And there's been what four or five sequels to this thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, one and two, and then viral, and then and then uh, what eighty nine and ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they were called. Yeah, when I was uh, browsing through those, I didn't watch. Um, when I was browsing through the uh, the videos to try and find it, I saw, yeah, the 89 and 99. Oh, so we've got... Holy shit. Uh, so there's VHS 1, there's VHS 2, VHS Viral, something called Siren, which is a spinoff Yeah, film. I remember I remember hearing about that one. Yeah. Um, VHS 94 and then VHS 99 and then another spinoff film called Kids vs. Aliens. Wow. Okay. That just came out in January of this year. And then they just did VHS 85, uh, which is the sixth installment. Oh, okay. So, uh, there we go. So they're that, that kids versus aliens was tied in too. Yeah, it was a spinoff. Um, says uh, it's a adaptation of the short story from VHS two. Oh, okay. 
Um, so, oh wait, what is? Oh, okay, so... so they just so they just took one of the the shorts because, in case anyone doesn't know, VHS is basically an a- anthology film, so it's a bunch of kind of you know short stories. Correct, uh, and so Siren Siren is a full length adaptation of one of the stories from this film. Um based off of the amateur night story which we're going to talk about um so like you said this is an anthology movie this is only our second anthology film that we've talked about uh following our episode on trick or treat from uh trick or our, treat yeah trick or treat from uh, trick or treat uh, <laughs> trick or treat from, from uh, our october craziness <laughs> um and i i said this to you on the phone uh earlier that uh I had a, I've had a complicated relationship with anthology films. I didn't really like them there for a long time, and I'm only just recently starting to kind of jump on board with them. Yeah, um, it, it, they they need to be done well, um, and there's not a lot that really do it well. <laughs> well, I think we mentioned this with Matt and Lindsay on the Trick or Treat episode, where um, obviously Trick or Treat is probably one of the most high regarded ones. Um, but yeah, I really tr- trick or treat mostly because not only is it anthology, but uh, they all kind of interweave and tie in together, mm-hmm. um, which is clever. Yeah, it's got a really type, cool wraparound story. Yeah. Um, but then uh, I mentioned, I think on that same episode, Tales of Halloween is really good. Not really a wraparound story in that one. It's kind of just a lot of short stories in uh, in a movie. Yeah. Um, Scare package is really good, uh, which I think I said on there that uh, if you oh, yeah, TV, yeah, you, you told me out. about that one. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. You told me about that one. But uh, this was a movie that uh, and then probably Creepshow is probably the other really famous anthology films, I would say. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so but VHS is one that I heard about for a very long time. And boy, do I know this um, this cover uh from the first one with a character yeah. from the first movie here uh it's had a couple of different covers but i feel like everywhere i looked i saw the picture of the villain of the first story here um and really I, yeah everywhere i went i feel like i was seeing that image i always just saw like the kind of um I, I don't know if you want to call it eight bit i guess like the kind of eight bit like with the VHS below it. Yeah, that's I don't what think I'm I ever looking saw at. an alternate cover for it. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at on uh on uh Wikipedia. So probably that one is probably the more iconic um video cover. But so this movie, like you said, is an anthology movie with a lot of different stories um built into it. And we're definitely gonna talk about that. Uh I did not know what the the only thing I knew about VHS was that all the stories were portrayed through VHS camera, like VHS footage. Right. Um, and that was pretty intriguing. Uh, I got a little bit nervous when I started watching the movie and we were jumping all around with the characters that were filming. Right. Um, because it started off, and I know you just rewatched this today and I just watched it yesterday. Did you get that a little bit at the beginning when all the like punk kids were like really running around with the camera and jumping everywhere? Um, yeah, and and before we get too much into this, um, VHS was uh one that 
we picked, I mean, we didn't randomly pick it. It was one that I wanted to watch again. And then we have to give a little shout out to our boy, Jason Shannon. Yes, we do. Um, who has been on the show and he is a character in, in one of the episodes or one of the stories. Mm-hmm. So, um, much so love to Mr. Jason. He's Absolutely. a nice guy and he's been nice to us and we yeah, are fans. Yeah, we're fans and we're 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 friends of his now, which is very cool. Yeah, exactly. So if anyone decides to go watch the movie or hasn't watched the movie or has watched the movie, um look out for Mr. Spider. It's actually I think the third little uh Yeah, third or fourth story. Third or fourth it, story, it, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's like the third one. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it's one that I, I watched a long time ago and then uh, Bucky had never seen. So it yeah. wasn't kind of a random pick. It was just one we went back to. Um, but uh, to go back to your question. Um, yeah, I. Um, it's a little confusing at first. Like it, it seems like it's not going to have like any type of structure uh, to it. Uh, for well, the first... Yeah, it jumped all around, but I think more than anything, I got a little bit nervous uh, because I know that there's an audience out there that doesn't really like found footage because of how shaky it is when you're watching the way it's filmed. Yeah. Um, but when we started here and we were watching the kind of the because the overall wraparound story, which is also a story in itself, which is actually a nice twist. Um, yeah. The overall story is that we're kind of following these like punk kids that are hired by someone to go vandalize a house. And when they go to vandalize the house, they find that the homeowner is dead in his chair. uh, And they're told they have to just find a videotape to take and they don't know what. So they just start watching all the tapes that are kind of found around the VCRs in the house. Right, yeah, because they they find like a kind of like a big stack of uh, just VHS tapes, and they're they're kind of trying to figure out which one that they're supposed to be getting for whatever reason, which really isn't fleshed out why why it's being sought after, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> right, uh, and so that's kind of our, our frame story is that these various characters that are there to vandalize the house, they just find the homeowner dead in his chair in front of the screens. And they're like, oh, that's weird, but whatever. Uh, but they're going to start watching the tapes. And right away, something that jumped out at me here, Jason, is that the amount of people that are in this movie and have worked on this movie, like directors and actors that have gone on to do quite big stuff in the genre is actually really, really cool how they got all of them together. Yeah. We were talking about this uh, earlier today, the amount of, the amount of people that have actually like gone on um, to do some really great movies. Um, And then just with you talking about uh, those kind of spinoff movies, uh, I think it's cool that they took some of those short stories and kind of, you know, extended them or fleshed them out into full movies. Yeah, there's a whole universe of the VHS films, which I think is cool. But the person that filmed uh, at least part of the the wraparound story of the punk kids in the house, um, it's directed by Adam Wingard or Wingard, I think is how you say his name. And Wingard, yeah, 
Yeah, just around the time of this movie, he directed Your Next. Uh, and then he also did the Blair Witch movie from 2016, just Blair Witch. Oh, okay. Uh, he did Death Note on Netflix. Oh, and okay. He also went on to do Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, very nice. So, again, a lot of big names that we'll kind of touch on as we go through, but we start with the kids, you know, kind of watching the... I mean, these are awful people, by the way. These kids that are there to vandalize the house, like... Yeah, absolutely. They're just they are just the worst bitches. people. Um, but they start watching... One of them just sits in the room with the dead body there of the homeowner and just like, oh, that's weird, but whatever, I'll watch a movie. Uh, and we start with the first story, which might be my favorite of it. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's called Amateur well, Night. The, <laughs> the strange thing is that the kid just like sits down with the dead body. He's just mm -hmm. like, oh, that guy's dead. Oh, I'll just literally sit here. sits what? Literally sits right in front of him. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm not sitting with a dead body fucking anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> like, that not was, happening. That was demented enough. But so he watches this first tape, which might be my favorite of the stories. It was so fucking scary. And that's what I want to say right away. Uh, two things. One, I loved this movie. Um, it's been a very long time since I've watched a movie that actually like scared me. Yeah. And VHS actually scared the shit out of me. There were a couple of times where I actually like almost screamed out loud. Yeah. Uh, while I was watching it just by myself last night. And one of those happened here in the first story called Amateur Night, which is about a bunch of dudes that are going to go out on the town and try to pick up some chicks, pick up some girls to uh, take back to their hotel room to get get some action. Yeah. Um, so pretty standard stuff, but they meet a a girl named Lily, who right away <laughs> something was off there, and just her with those big like wide eyes, just staring at them, not saying a word, was already putting me on edge. Yeah, um, she just just that look to her um, as soon as they meet her, just like as soon as you see like her eyes uh you're just like kind of instantly creeped out you're like what <laughs> like... so i didn't notice this until i went back to watch it obviously when they when our sort of main character in the story uh clint um like starts recording her like when she's up close obviously you're noticing her did you notice early on that she was standing in the back of the room just like staring at him yes yeah yeah that i didn't well... notice that right away until i went back to watch the clip and i'm like oh god and and I say I I say that about her eyes, uh, because I I think they're just ultra like dilated, like Something her like that, eyes. Yeah. Her eyes are just like I'm not sure. Obviously, for the movie, it's it was contacts or something like that. But um, I don't. I think that's what they were going with was just like her eye. Her pupils were as big as like freaking dinner plates um and these guys um you know they're out on the town and they're wanting to do they're wanting to do drugs and they're just trying to get in trouble they're just trying they're just trying to do whatever they can they can do they're just yeah, trying they wanna, to like want to they want to make a porn video so they've got clint wearing uh, glasses 
a camera built into his glasses. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, he's got on like basically like spy glasses. So it's just a pair of glasses that has like a camera in it. Yeah, um, and the so I wondered watching this, you're mentioning Lily's eyes. I wondered like because this movie doesn't have a huge budget. I was sitting there wondering, like, did they do something to her eyes or is it just the way that it's framed? Because, like, everything, no, in, this, everything think, in this movie I think seems really practical. Her, yeah, I think they definitely gave her contacts. Um, and, you know, because I was sitting there and, and I was thinking about it and I was like, man, if I saw this chick and her eyes look like that and she's not, like, because she's not really talking. Like, she's just kind of, like, sitting around. And I, I think the only thing that she says, uh, oh god, we got to talk about like the this. main character is is I like you, yeah, and, and she... I, I think that's about all she says. But I was like, I was like, man, if I saw a chick with eyes like that, like, no sir. Um, but <laughs> well, for such think... a simple line delivery of I like you, she says it in a whisper, and it's like I like you, and it's yeah. so fucking terrifying, dude. Yeah, but um, with with her eyes, um, I mean, if if you're on some, if you're on some really good drugs, <laughs> <laughs> your your pupils do dilate like hardcore. Yeah. Um. So I I think they overlook that <laughs> because well, I, they're like, oh, she's tripping. Well, and I thought I, I thought maybe she was either fucked up or she was like, like didn't speak English or something. Well, I think I, I think at one point, because uh, I just watched it, um, I think I think at one point, uh, one of the guys makes mention of like, oh, she's high as hell or like, yeah, you know, says something to that effect. And I'm like, yeah, OK. Well, nevertheless, they succeed in getting her back to the hotel room as well as another girl. Um, a scene that actually made me like kind of chuckle is the one friend who is like unreasonably drunk and high on the couch and just can't stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> uh and then his buddy's trying to get it on with a girl the girl passes out so he just like tries to come on to lily instead yeah because his friend says like because the girl passes it out and he's like hey leave her alone like she's passed out like yeah don't mess with her anymore um so then he moves on on to lily um and then they are i guess trying to like you said like kind of film you know them having sex with a girl or whatever uh so he starts you know trying to get with her and then the the guy wearing the glasses kind of the like main character um he's about to like join in yeah it's gonna turn into a threesome and lily seems fine with it right. she did she did have a weird moment where uh the dude on the couch also started to join in and lily like hissed at him yeah, and she does. She does. Um, they even make mention of it, like uh, at certain points throughout the evening. Like, I mean, she goes along with everything that they want her to, basically. Um, but she she does kind of like periodically through the night, kind of just make some weird noises, like almost like a cat hissing, or you know, just like or growling at them, or yeah, you know, whatever. Um, so. And they oh. just think that she's fucked up and being weird. Yeah, so the whole time watching this short story unfold, I thought that she was like a werewolf. Um, because when two of the yeah, dudes I go can... to 
Yeah. When two of the dudes go to get with her, uh, Clint, our main guy, like her clothes come off and then he, he gets a shot of her feet and she's got like um, claws and scales on her feet. Uh, I feel like I miss that. It's real quick. Like, it's like blink and you miss it. But Clint says something like, yo, dude, look at her feet. And the guy's like, ah, shut up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. And then Clint's like, no, this is weird. I can't do this. So his buddy tries to join in, the one that was laughing on the couch, and she bites him. Yeah, she takes a she takes a good chunk out of him, too. Yeah, it's not like a... (laughs) It's not like a up. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a I just took a little little bite and it left a mark like she takes a chunk out of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh so they're like, "Yo, what the fuck?" and they go to try to like kind of confront her and that's when she grows fangs and like just straight murders that other guy. Yeah, just tears like goes ape shit and just like tears him apart. And she rips uh, his dick off. Yeah, <laughs> I I was gonna say um, when when Mr. J recommended this film to me, um, the the first thing you know after that kind of scene was over, I was like, well, I I texted him like in the middle of it. I was like, dude, you didn't tell me people's dicks were getting ripped off. <laughs> And that happens uh, twice. She rips uh, both of their, both of the other two guys' dicks off. Yeah, and it's uh, there's a lot of male nudity in this, man. It's 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 pretty uh, it's pretty realistic <laughs> too. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of there's, there's not a... <laughs> there's not much left to the imagination. <laughs> nope, it's right. It gets thrown at the it's camera like, even. <laughs> yeah, if I if I saw a dick getting ripped off, uh, that's uh, that's what I'd see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of male nudity in this, uh, and, uh, the scene in this short story that actually made me, like, jump and, like, scream, and I knew it was coming, and it still got me, is after the one, the two guys get murdered, uh, Clint runs out of the hotel room and, like, starts to try to track down people, he falls down the staircase and, like, fucking shatters his wrist, first of all. Yeah, oh yeah, that's gross. That this movie's brutal, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's there's some pretty nasty bits to it. But he's at the bottom of the stairwell. No one's in the stairwell. I find stairwells like that, like in apartment buildings or hotels and shit, like really creepy anyway. Oh, I do too. And like I hate being in an in an empty stairwell by myself. I think I've just seen too many horror movies. But he's on the ground, you hear the door open from the top of the staircase. And I'm like, fuck, she's going to come like down the stairs. But she like, I knew it was coming and she peers out from behind the corner of the staircase just above him. And it actually like made me scream out loud when she showed up. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then she shows up at the camera and I could not tell what the hell was happening to her face. Her face like splits open. Uh, Yeah, she's got some weird kind of. She's got some weird things going on with her, like, with her, like, forehead, like, her, her kind of brow line. Yeah, it's is... like, but she's got, like, a slash down the middle of her face. It was so creepy. Yeah. And she's just real close up to the camera. She's got her fangs. And she says again, I like you. I like you. Yeah. And like she you. gives him a blowjob. 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, like I heard the sounds. I'm like, oh my god, dude. Yeah. Um. Um. Much love to the sound effects team for the yeah. nice slurping. <laughs> well, um, he's crying downs. and. Yeah, he's cr it's very disturbing and he's crying and not really enjoying it and she looks at him all angry and she goes no like and Yeah, she... yeah, exactly because he's he's fucking scared out of his fucking mind. Yeah, and he and... says I'm sorry <laughs> and then she runs away and cries and then honestly the ending of this of this short story is very disturbing in that he runs out to try to get someone's attention and she fucking sprouts wings and flies away with him. Well, yeah, he gets he gets out and like uh, he finds some people because he's he's just trying to kind of like get away. Yeah. Uh, and he he does find some people and he's like kind of, you know, like help me. And the the people are like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And yeah. Then, yeah. All all you see. And because you're seeing it from the view of his like glasses, like the whole the whole segment is, you know, from his uh, point of view, like because he's got the glasses on. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, you just you just see him getting lifted up into the air and then he kind of like looks up and then you see her wings and she's just taking him, taking him to the sky. Uh, well, I had to I had to look at Wikipedia and Wikipedia filled in some stuff that I didn't quite catch on some of the stories, which is nice. Uh, it says it is revealed Lily was actually a succubus on the hunt for a mate. So she wasn't going to kill him. At least we don't think so, but yeah, she really wanted a mate with him. Yeah, that's kind of what I got from it because um, even even the other two guys, it, like she tore up. She was she was still down to bang. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it after. Well, especially when she like drains them of their blood. I got it after I read that. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense because I didn't know what she was. I just thought she was just some weird creature. Yeah. Um, but dude, that first story like really sets a great tone for the movie. Like after that story ended, I was like, oh my god, this movie's gonna be incredible. Yeah, and um, when she, when you kind of like see her wings when she's taking him up and everything, um, it's pretty cool. And then all you see, um, I mean, you can't tell because it's from the character's point of view. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm guessing that she dropped him, but in the least, you see the glasses fall. Yeah, um, I, th I think she took him, but his glasses fell off his face is what. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of the, the vibe that I got. But yeah, his so glasses that just fell off and, and yeah, fell so... to the ground. Right. So that story might be my favorite. It's really hard to choose because all the stories are great. But we cut back to the frame story of the 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 vandal, like the vandalizing kids being in the house and not much going on except two of them are down in the basement and they see a figure of an old man walking around somewhere in the room yeah and did you did you get the vibe that it was like because it it comes back like shortly after and uh the guy that was in the chair is gone correct so uh and and i can't remember if he's revealed to be gone uh, Before that shot or after that shot? I think it's. He's revealed I think it's to after. be. Yeah, you're right. He's revealed to be out of the chair after they see that figure walking around. So you're just wondering, like, 
oh, there's just someone else in the house. But then they show you later on that the person in the chair has actually been getting up and walking around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's kind of all that happens there. So our character put puts in another tape and we go to the story's second honeymoon, which directed by Ty West, who made X and uh, House of the Devil. Which, to be honest, man, um, I love Ty West, and um, uh, we we talked about X, and uh, I loved X yeah, so man. much. Great movie. Um, and to be honest, out of out of this movie, I think that story is the weakest. Yeah, like i i kind of I kind of agree with you on that. I love the twist in it, but this one was kind of the one that was like. All right, where are we going with this? Like, it seemed to drag a little bit. Well, yeah. So, I mean, we can basically sum it up real quick because, I mean, it 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 is filler. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's I, base. I still like the story. It's just it's the one that I was like captivated by the least, except for a few parts. Um, but go ahead and summarize the story, and we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the summary of the story. <laughs> It's like 30 seconds. It's basically a couple like on a road trip. They go to the Grand Canyon, blah, blah, blah. They're filming themselves and they stay in this trashy motel. And uh, of course, because everything's being filmed on a on a VHS or a video recorder, um, the couple's filming themselves. But in the middle of the night, you see the camera get picked up. And you think it's one of the couple, but it's not one of them. It's somebody else picking up the camera and filming them. And then basically at the end, the the husband or whatever gets a knife through the throat. And that's about it. Yeah, because early um, on, early on, they went to some like fortune teller, uh, not statue, but fortune teller machine in this Wild West Junction attraction that they're in. Yeah, and it says you're. It says that the wife is going to be reunited with a loved one, and later that night they have a random woman in like a dark coat show up at the door asking for a ride, and they're like, "Oh, that's weird." And then the dark coat woman, yeah, is the one that comes into the room. Yeah, I forgot about that part. I forgot about them because she even does say because she's the the random woman's knocking on the door. And she even says, hey, should we call the cops or whatever? Yeah, I got a very um, Strangers vibe off, vibe off of that that short. Oh, wait, no. Okay, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so now I'm remembering. <laughs> you wouldn't think I watched this like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> no, it's all um, good. <laughs> yeah, no. So the, the husband's throat gets cut, and then it's uh, this random woman yeah the uh, one that came came to the door earlier yeah and she goes into the bathroom and washes her hands off and then the wife comes in and starts making out with her whatever so they're they're lovers or yeah they were you know what have you yeah they were lovers and uh at one point the woman in the in the coat stole like a hundred dollars from the husband like right before she killed him yeah Uh, which is a brutal death scene, by the way. When he gets knifed in the throat and he's like choking to death, that was so disturbing. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is pretty rough. Um, but I, but it's, I, it's not just one clean cut. It's like a a stab and then a 
stab and slash and then um i guess we didn't think the job was done so we had to start from the opposite side of the throat yeah <laughs> and then go back at it again yeah so i mean that's pretty much all there is to it. it i do like the reveal that it's the woman in the dark coat doing the filming um it is yeah, a little, I just, it is a little I just bit telegraphed like I just feel like something like this movie because there there is a lot of like really creative stuff going on here, mm -hmm. and I feel like it just a uh, um, even though the director's great, I I just feel like it's just kind of a weak entry to it. It's just yeah. like oh okay, so some chicks following a couple and you know stabs husband. Uh, 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 all right, cool. Like, yeah, they never really tell you they, anything about the the woman in the dark coat either. It's just like, oh, it's, they're lovers, and then we don't know anything about her. Um, now, I, now I will say uh, the probably the one creepy part about it um, is when the camera gets picked up uh, while they're sleeping, and you think that it's the wife or the husband. Mm -hmm. But then you see both of them sleeping and you realize it's somebody else behind the camera in their hotel room. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, that was probably the best reveal in the in the story. Um yeah. and then when she, when the woman in the dark coat is running the switchblade over both of them, just like fucking with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was pretty creepy. But yeah, I do agree that it's probably my least favorite of the stories, but I still really like it. Um, and I love Ty West as a director as well. Um, and uh, the other thing to note too about this, and I mentioned this earlier, this is another one where someone in the story went on to do more. Uh, the wife in the story, uh, Stephanie, is played mm -hmm. by Sophia Tikal, who went on to write and direct the 2019 Black Christmas remake, which I really love. Yeah, you told me that uh, earlier today. Yeah, which Have is you, impressive. Yeah, You haven't awesome. seen that, right? Uh, the 2019 remake. Um, because we did 2000 or wait, we did the 1974 one and the 2006 one last year, but we didn't get to the 2019 remake. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. I watched, uh, yeah, I watched the original and then what you said the 2006 or 2009. Yeah, 2006, one. whatever it was. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah um, ch check yeah, out the 2019 yeah, yeah. one though, so, it's good. Yeah, I didn't watch that one, but. No, but that's cool that she did that. Mm -hmm. She's also really stunning, by the way. <laughs> yeah, she is very good looking. Um, But then we cut back to the house with the people vandalizing it. And that's where we see that the old man's corpse had gotten up out of the chair. Right. And is disappeared. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is like a story in itself. Um. Well, so we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. Um. Because, of course, they collected all the VHS tapes. Mm -hmm. um, but I was under the impression that the guy that's sitting in front of the corpse and, and watching it, I was under the impression that he was watching one tape, but he's watching multiples. Yeah, I think so. It seems like because they show you the camera's pointing at him and he seems to have put the camera on top of the VHS player, like the VCR, and he seems to be changing right. the he seems to be changing the tapes out. Okay. But then, but then also as the night goes on, one person like will watch a couple tapes disappear out of nowhere. 
And then another person will come up and say, where'd you go, man? Where'd you go? And then they'll just pop in another tape. So like they're slowly disappearing as the night goes on. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So that's yeah, a little bit different than what I was thinking. Cause I, I was always under the impression that it was like, it was like one tape. Um, but you know, they find these multiple tapes in the basement or whatever. So them switching out tapes and this dead guy, whoever he is, because they never even talk about that. Nope. Um, having a collection of these is a little bit different. That puts a little different spin on it. Yeah. Well, that he's just uh, collected a bunch of these VHSs that uh, that have like horror stories on them, or or that are like death stories, or whatever you want to say about it. Yeah. Well, they say early on that someone hired them to vandalize the house and steal a videotape, but I don't think they know what tape they're looking for. So they're just watching a bunch of tapes. Right. 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 So they said, Hey, yeah. And he even says, well, which one are we looking for? You know, whatever. Like, how do we know? Yeah. What tape we're looking for? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so then we jump back out of the house and we go to our boy, Jason Yashannon with the story Tuesday, the 17th. Which yeah, is, uh, and this this one's really weird. Um, <laughs> not that uh, I I think this one. Who was the director on that one? Do you know? Off, uh, some someone named Glenn McQuaid. Um, and I don't they know. Go on any, to do anything? No, not really. I don't know anything about this guy. Um, he did something called I Sell the Dead, which I've never heard of. No. Uh, and then he did VHS, and then he did something Chilling Visions, Five States of Fear. And like a, yeah. it was like a short segment. So this is an Irish director, but I don't I don't know anything about him. Yeah. So I I will say this and um no slight to our buddy Yashannon because it's probably <laughs> the best one in it. Um but it, this one had like the weakest acting. <laughs> uh this yeah, this story was and and, uh, and that's and that's not aimed at Yashannon at all. I want to make that clear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh well but, yeah, I wonder I, I wonder I though like if that I wonder, though, if that was intentional, though, because this is so I mean, even just looking at the title Tuesday, the 17th, this is a Friday the 13th homage, right? I mean, pretty much. Yeah. With with a weird so like we're, par, with a weird we're, like paranormal take on it. Where are you getting the titles for the segments? Because they're not in the movie. It doesn't say. Well, they popped up in the credits, but I'm looking at Wikipedia to look at. The oh, names. OK, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, they popped yeah, up. I was gonna say it. Does, it doesn't like say before each one like the title of it or anything. So no, 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 no. Okay. But if you if you stick around to the credits, it lists the titles and it lists it who directed it and starred okay. in it and stuff. So, but I'm looking gotcha. at Wikipedia to keep it open, so I know where we are. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. But yeah, I took this as a, and I don't think any, I think the acting in this one was very uh, charming. Um, and again, I think it's kind of playing into that that Friday the Thirteenth like slasher thing which i love seeing a slasher short in here i thought it was a nice like change of pace from where we were before 
it it could be intentional. Um, but this one's got four. I love the way the Wikipedia is worded. A group of twenty somethings, Joey, Spider, and Samantha, uh, accompany their new friend Wendy. I just love that they say twenty somethings. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so four friends, one of them being our buddy Jason Yashannon playing Spider, who is just the best character in the movie. I love it. Um, Good old Spider. <laughs> he uh, he go. They all go out into the woods, uh, basically just for a getaway. Um, and their friend Wendy says that there were <clears throat> uh, accidents that claimed the lives of her friends when she came up here before. Right. Um, and this short actually has some really creepy jump scares because someone will be filming and the camera will just like glitch and then show shots of like dead bodies. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does randomly just, yeah, just glitch out and then go to some random shot of like a mutilated body and then come back. Yeah. Um, so they go, you know, kind of like off into the woods. They're just there to hang out. Um, yeah, like you said, very Friday the 13th, very, you know, yeah, going off and, to summer camp or <laughs> whatever. Um, well, Spider Yashannon has a great line in here where he and the other guy, Joey, are talking, and uh, Spider is, you know, hanging out and talking, and then Joey's like, Important question. Why are you on this trip? <laughs> and Spider Yashannon goes, you see that blonde goddess over there? That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love also when they're all smoking weed and he's like, I'll only take a hit if you don't film it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yashannon don't want to don't want to smoke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yashannon, we love you, buddy. You did awesome in this movie. Um but, um, uh, so, yeah, this one's this one's a little confusing too. Um, yeah, I had to read about this one to actually figure out what happened. So the all right, so the the full kind of storyline for this one is that basically the the one girl brings them all out here because she was. She was there before, right? And all of her friends got killed? Yeah, her friends got killed by yeah. a madman, she says. And at one point, she very ominously tells Joey when he's recording, she just looks at the camera and goes, you're all going to fucking die up here. Yeah, which is crazy. And then he asks her, he's like, why did you say that? And she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um. Uh, but, so her her reasoning for bringing them up there is basically to use them as bait because she's set up this little kind of little section or just little spot, I guess, where all of her friends died. She's like booby trapped the whole joint. Yeah. And so she's using uh, these people as bait to get this killer to come out. So this Jason Voorhees or you know slasher killer well so this she's one try, she's trying to lure him out right and this one when the killings get going 
was very bizarre because you don't actually really get a look at the killer. It's kind of obscured by like static. Yeah, that's the thing that I didn't get. Like, what was the point of? So I'm looking. I mean, she so, even says it. She even says it. She's she says like, why can I see you clearly, or why so, don't you show up on the camera? She she says something to that effect. Right. So they don't ever really explain it. But looking at the plot summary for this one, so Spider and Samantha, which pains me to see Spider go down. Uh, but Samantha gets a knife in the face when they go off. Spider gets stabbed. Um, and it says a strange figure with a featureless red head obscured in tracking errors known as the glitch. And that's what he's identified as in the credits. So some just strange. Oh, they call him like the glitch. Yeah, that's what the killers credited as in the credits. Huh. Okay. Um, so he's just he kills off Spider and Samantha. Uh, Joey and Wendy continue to talk at the lake, and Wendy randomly asks Wendy randomly asks uh, Joey if he wants to fuck. <laughs> yeah, and again in this. <laughs> In this uh, particular story, I'm like, like, where did that come from? <laughs> well, that's why I wonder if this is like a like an homage to Friday the Thirteenth because she's trying to lure yeah. out the she's trying to lure out the glitch. So what is everybody doing? They're smoking. Yeah, weed. they're smoking, smoking weed. weed. They're taking their clothes Doing off drugs, and... having sex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I wondered yeah. if maybe that's what they were playing at. Um, but she gets all three of them killed. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but I just don't, I just don't understand what the point of, um, of the glitching glitch out, was. glitching out the character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Out I don't, well, she somehow is able to inflict damage on it after Joey goes down. She's the last one left. She gets a bear trap stuck on it and she's like, I finally got you motherfucker. Uh, well, she gets him in the bear trap and then she gets him in the, um, oh, the pit in the ground. Well, the pit in the ground, and then finally she gets him um, the the little, like, pallet that swings up that's got, like, uh, barbs stuck in it, and it goes into his head. Yeah, it kind of looked like the Iron Maiden. Yeah, basically. Uh, but somehow uh, it gets away. It ends up killing her. This part I did not get from watching the movie. I had to read the plot summary. Uh, so the, the glitch kills Wendy, uh, and it tears her intestines out which caught me off guard uh oh yeah 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 oh no they sh oh no they show that like yeah he he cuts her belly open and then yeah, no this one this th again this movie's the, brutal dude yeah kind of the last little shot is just like her her intestines like laying on the ground well then it says wendy's corpse is last seen twitching and shuddering violently as the camera glitches out revealing that she is becoming a glitch herself did you get that from watching that i didn't pick that up at I all. Didn't, no i didn't no i did not pick that up at all <laughs> and if that was if that was the intention they did not do that well <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't get that uh because my my brain was not going that direction well i in, think it's such a way shape or form yeah i think it's such a quick cut too that i didn't really notice that she was glitching out i was just like oh the camera died well um, because they do it they do it so much throughout that story that if 
that was the intention that she would become a glitch as well like they should have made that more obvious like which kind of leaves it to op open interpretation like are the victims becoming the glitch that theory that she's becoming the glitch or whatever um but she she says a line where she's like why why don't you show up on the camera which so this... means that she can see him so that's something I never or, thought about before. Do you think she's actually seeing like a person when when she's not looking through the camera? Yeah, because basically, I mean, it looks like a human form. Like you can see enough to like tell that it, it looks like a it looks like a guy in a red hood with like some boots and some jeans on. Like it's it's discernible enough. Yeah, it was, um, but it was... to but to say like that it's it's I don't know it's it's just weird like yeah <laughs> but uh yeah another good story there we cut back to the house again in the frame story one of the the burglars or vandalizers has disappeared and the other guys are like ah fuck it we'll just keep watching the tapes um they're just they take nothing seriously. Then we get to the story, Jason, that actually like scared the piss out of me, which is called The Sick Thing That Happened to Emily When She Was Younger. And this whole story takes place through like a like a Skype call or something. Or a video oh, chat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's about a girl named Emily who's talking to her boyfriend, James, and they're just having a conversation. Uh, she randomly sh shows her boobs because they're just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, well, it, this movie is full of boobs. Which... It is full of a lot of boobs. Our listeners, if you like boobs, this is the movie for you. <laughs> this is the movie for you, yep. Yeah. Because uh, um... there's that random scene earlier where the, the vandalizers are like, one of them's hooking up with a chick uh, or hooking yeah. up with it. He's hooking up with a girl and she's like, is this camera on? And he's like, no, it's not on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Emily is telling James in this new story that she believes that her house is haunted, like her apartment's haunted. Right. Um, Because she's and, hearing things and seeing things. Yeah. So she's like showing him a part of the apartment. He, she's like, this is where I heard footsteps the other night. And he's like, oh, I'm sure it's nothing. And then she starts to see ghost children walking around. Well, before before you even get there, um, she tells him like very early on that she's got like an like kind of an itchy spot in her arm, like oh that's like right, yeah, and that it's bothering her, um, and so she's kind of messing with it, and you know whatever, and he tells her you know hey don't don't scratch at it, uh, you know don't play with it. Um, and he's, he's supposed to be, I guess, a, like a med student. Yeah. He's an aspiring or, or, doctor, it says. Yeah. A, aspiring doctor. And so, um, he tells, he tells her, you know, Hey, when I come to see you, cause they're just like Skype chatting or whatever he says, when I come to see you, you know, I'll take a look at it and see what's up with it. Yeah, um, so, so... she got this itchy spot in her arm and then, yeah, she's seeing, She's seeing and hearing stuff around her house and 
uh, she's using the Skype to yeah, kind of show like, him anytime, what she's seen. Anytime something creepy is happening, she calls James to like show him so that she can record it. Right. Uh, and again, she's seeing like ghost children running around her apartment. And this is the one that had a jump scare that actually made me yell out what the fuck because i oh, saw yeah yeah because i, I saw <laughs> i saw something before the scare happened because it just creeped on camera so she wakes yeah. up one night and she's talking to james and she's like i'm hearing something outside my door and she opens the door puts the computer up there and he's like there's nothing there and she sits back down puts her back to the door and then while he's talking to her a figure creeps into the doorway and doesn't do, do anything. It just like inches forward and slowly come. It was like basically like Michael Myers coming out of the closet. Uh, and yeah, it's it's like a it's like a little kid, and it and at first, if you pay attention, you can see him kind of like peeking around the corner in the background. Mm -hmm. Um, but like not making any advances just kind of like peeking around looking um and then all of a sudden mid their conversation it like runs in the room yeah and it wasn't even the like the rush got me the rushing towards the camera by the little kid but honestly when it when when the kid creeped into the frame and just like stood there for a second that was the part that made me scream what the fuck because i noticed it before the scare happened yeah. <laughs> and it scared the piss out of me dude um so weird shit continues to happen. There's more than one. Ghost well, and child. there's, yeah, and there's there's one thing um, that uh, it just kind of occurred to me um, because she she does tell him several times like, hey, like when I'm creeped out and like this stuff is happening, like uh, hit record, yeah. like on your Skype so that you can record it. And he keeps coming up with excuses why he can't. Or, you know, he forgot to. Or, you know, whatever. So yeah. I, that plays in a little bit later. Uh, there's a really gross scene where the next morning after one of the scares, she's like still picking at that bump on her arm and she takes a freaking meat fork and starts plucking around her arm. Yeah, she has like a she has like a scalpel at first that she's been digging in her arm with oh that and was then, so gross dude and then uh you know her her dude or whatever is like hey stop doing that like quit messing around with your arm and then she's like oh no let me get something better and like walks in the kitchen and gets yeah one of those big like two-pronged like meat forks and starts yeah. digging in there too and he's like dude oh, so gross <laughs> So to be yeah. honest, Jason, this was the story where as scary as it was, I had no idea what the fuck happened at the end. So I actually had to read to find out what was revealed. Dude, I please tell me because <laughs> All right. I wanna I wanna I know I wanna know if you got this from the story because I did not so, get it until I read it. Okay, so before before you pull out the reveal. So, um, so yeah, you tell me what you got from it before I say what actually happened. Okay, so she's seeing all the stuff, like she's seeing all the children in the home, and then uh, the boyfriend's like not recording, and then she 
goes into the like living room or whatever and collapses because she sees like four or five of these like ghost children or whatever the fuck they are. That was another jump scare um, that got me is when the multiple kids popped up. Yep. And then she like uh, she like passes that just she just pass out or I can't remember. Yeah, she uh yeah, I, I think, think I think she just passes out. Well the kids um, the kids knock her out. And so then the boyfriend who's been talking to her on Skype just walks in from like the next room. Yeah, but he's been saying and, that he's like in another state. Yeah, he's he's saying that he's far away or whatever. And then he like cuts her her belly open and pulls out like this tiny like fetus um and says like it's not viable or you know whatever and then cut to uh she's stitched up or she thinks that she's gone to the hospital because she says she doesn't remember anything uh so she her arms like all bandaged up and then uh her stomach stitched back up so I, and then she's talking to him like i i don't remember what happened i don't i don't remember anything so i i don't i have no idea what this was supposed to be um because the boyfriend's talking to somebody but you can't hear the conversation or or hear what the other person is saying and you just hear his response he's like yeah this one didn't take or are we going to do this to her again or how many times are we going to have to do this to her like it's just weird as shit yeah so and then he's seen so, talking to another girl at the end of the the short exactly. story exactly yeah yeah so, so okay so what's What's the synopsis or what's it supposed to be? Or... <laughs> all right. So I did not get this at all. Because um, when he was pulling the fetus creature out of her, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? So right. apparently the children that we saw, the ghost children are not ghosts. They are aliens. Uh, okay. And it says when when he rips the fetus out of her, like out of her torso, it's revealed that they're using Emily as an incubator for alien human hybrids. Because he says okay. at one point, so you're telling me this thing is part human. And yeah, I do remember that. So what he's saying is, I don't know how much longer they can do. Like, I don't know how much longer we can do this to her. She might not survive it again because every time they, they birth one they like make yeah because she's she's said that uh she's had like blackouts like that before or yeah she says something similar to that yeah so they make her forget about it the the thing with her arm about the wound is that it's a tracking device in her arm so that they can keep track of the the hybrid yeah now i got that yeah so they're aliens basically breeding through this this cycle of somehow breeding an alien in her but they have to make it look like an accident with her so they kind of 
have her convinced that she's schizophrenic and that's what her doctor says yeah she yeah she even says like uh, in the in the last chat she says like yeah i talked to the doctor and i'm schizophrenic and yeah and james Psycho. says we have to to the children he says we have to break her bones to make it look like an accident um yeah so i i would have never drawn uh <laughs> i did not pick up that they were that aliens. she is an alien host or or whatever they're trying to i would have never drawn that off of that nope and then the whole point of showing another girl at the end is because she also has a wound on her arm, basically saying that yeah. they're, they're doing this to many people. Right, right. Yeah, so of um, course I I picked up on that, that, um, you know, there's multiple. I picked up on the fact that it's like an experiment or they're, you know, trying these different things on different people. So I got that, but if you were to ask me like what was the whole story uh i wouldn't go oh yeah she was an alien yeah <laughs> host or really yeah i i would not have put all that together no it was very strange um yeah very odd one so then we actually wrap up the frame story here of the the vandalizers in the house at this point before the last story which is usually the frame story usually wraps up at the end uh, right. But essentially, the old man that we thought was dead in the chair where they're watching the tapes in the house is a zombie uh, mm. and has just been killing them off. And it ends with him killing the last of them, which, again, scared the shit out of me when he came running down the stairs. Yeah, pretty creepy. Uh, and then the camera drops and we hear it or see it like the VCR is just going to play the last tape that we have. Yep. And this one's important to note because the last short, 103198, is directed by Radio Silence, who people will know will now know from Scream uh, 5 and 6. Oh, wow. They uh they went on to to do uh a few things. Uh oh wow, they have a lot more than I thought. So they did they worked on Devil's Due. Did you ever see that? That was like the found footage movie about the the Antichrist being born. No, I remember the title, but I never watched it. Okay. It was okay. Uh, they did Southbound, which I've never seen, but I think it's another anthology film. Okay. They did Ready or Not. Did you see that one? Ready or not. Uh, that was the that was the one with the blonde girl that went to like the her new family she, that she just married into and they end up like doing a hunting game for her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah that so movie is great. So they did that. So they worked on that. That's how that girl ended up getting a cameo in Scream Six. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then they continued to work on VHS and then yep, Scream uh five and six. Oh, nice. Um so these guys or this group of directors is it two guys that do radio silence i don't know yeah so this this direct like this team of directors is very very talented and went on to do great stuff but they directed the last short 103198 uh which is halloween night where a bunch of dudes that think they're going to a halloween party are going to go to a house and they get to the house and they just assume that they're early because no one's there 
Yep. And they start to experience like lights flickering and stuff. And they're like, oh, it's just a haunted house. I will say like probably out of out of all of the kind of little episodes in this movie, um, I do agree that the first one is probably the most scary. Um, yeah. but this one is the most creative. Yeah, this um, one this one is very, very good and unique. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, so yeah, so the guys um are thinking that they're going to a Halloween party. They're loaded up with their beers. You know, they're riding over to the house. And once they get there, like nobody's answering the door or anything. And so they're thinking maybe they're early or whatever. And so they kind of go in a side door that's unlocked. And yeah, just all kind of weird crap starts happening. Um, well, so when this short started, I thought that because the house that they're in looks so similar to the house where the vandalizers were, I thought we were seeing what led to the house looking like that that we were following before. Yeah, it it does give you the impression. And it, it may be the same house that they filmed. Yeah. Uh, you know, but... Uh, yeah, I was I was thinking that too. Uh, but they go wandering around the house. They're experiencing weird shit. Uh, oh, dude, there's another jump scare that got me good in this that I actually screamed out loud. One of them is looking in a window or something with the camera, and a ghost girl like pops out of the window from the reflection behind him. Um, or are you talking about the the one that's sitting in the chair? Like, because he looks in the mirror, and when he looks in the mirror, there's, like, a little girl, like, sitting in, in a chair, and yeah, then he some, something turns like that. around. Yeah, the yeah. girl, like, pops out of the reflection behind him, and he sees her in the mirror. That actually scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. Because it was so, like, unexpected um, that it just, it got me good. But they go upstairs, and they find some, what appear to be, like, very religious old men they've got a girl tied up up there and they're, it says they're performing an exorcism on her in the summary. Yeah, because you you hear um, especially because um, I'm getting to be an old man um, <laughs> and I, 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 I watch stuff with subtitles. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> especially horror movies uh, like this uh, because it, they will fill in some little things that are so quiet that you might not hear it. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't tell what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. So um, before they're like getting up the stairs or they're going up to the, ag the attic to see what's going on, um, you hear them, they're, they're saying, you know, praise the Lord and uh, forgive us of our sins and leave her alone and you know um kind of preaching mm -hmm. at the same time so there's there's all this like um you know kind of what you would hear from you know an exorcism or or you get that vibe from it yeah and the characters that were following that came to the halloween party take it as this girl is in trouble and that she's been kidnapped 
so they tortured yeah yeah they go and fight the old men and the old men get like yanked up into the air by something that we can't see and just like killed like left and right and yeah because what they what they walk into like when they when they get to the top of the stairs and see what's going on um you know this girl's like basically quartered she's tied up by her arms and legs and everything and so you would think that she was in a lot of trouble or you know they were going to do some terrible shit to her yep which they which they might have been (laughs) yeah well the the twist the twist here is that the guys the old men are killed and they're like quick get her and we'll get her out of the house this leads to one of my favorite scenes in the movie which is when the house starts to come alive when they're running with her out of the house yeah all the like all the um furniture like kind of starts levitating well the doors and... will, like disappear the windows and spaces get smaller the hands come out of the wall yeah yeah that's that's one of the things that i thought was cool um yeah it was very the arms coming out of the wall yeah it says in and... the summary when the girl is freed the house comes to life with poltergeist phenomena which was very uh very much reminded me of poltergeist which i thought was cool well, I was surprised too, um, especially because obviously this this movie is not like really high budget. Um, yeah. But some of these effects, like in especially in this last sequence, um, with the arms coming out of the wall and stuff like that, I was like, "Oh, that looks really good." Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look cheesy at all. No, it looked um, great. Uh, that yeah. was probably the biggest set piece in the movie, like the one that had the most special effects in it, and it did well. Yeah, yeah, it looked great. Um, but yeah, they rescue so... they rescue the girl. They get in the car. They drive away, and oops, there really was something wrong with her. Now again, this is another thing I didn't get until I read the plot summary. I thought maybe she just was really possessed, uh, or was like a ghost or something. Apparently, it's revealed that she was a witch. Okay. Uh, did not. <laughs> Did not get that at all. <laughs> Where? <laughs> That's what it says in is the that... plot summary. It says the boys then realize that the car has stopped on train tracks. This is after they drive away with her. She disappears out of the car and where the car, because the car started driving itself and then it just like broke down and it stopped on a train track. And it says, yeah, the, because... boys, it says the boys then because realize the girl, that the... the girl the whole time is, is playing victim. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're carrying her out and, you know, trying to take care of her and basically, you know, think that they're rescuing her. They get her in the car and everything. But then all of a sudden she's transported out of the car. Yeah. And she's locked them in and is just walking around. There's like crows flying around. Uh, Yeah. 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 I forgot about the crows. Yeah. But again, I didn't get that she was a witch. I thought maybe she was just a ghost. No, uh, I didn't pick up on that at all. I but was it says like, oh, well, they just they just picked up the wrong ghost. <laughs> yeah, the, so the car drives itself, stops on the train tracks by itself. They're locked in. The girl disappears out of the car and is just standing in front of them. Uh, and it says the boys then realize that the car is stopped on train tracks and that the girl they rescued is actually a witch. Again, didn't get that, but that is cool. Um. I- I mean, I didn't pick up on the witch thing, but I mean, just yeah. her, um, 
teleporting out. I, I just thought she was like a ghost. Like yeah. it was just like she teleported out of the car and then yeah, left them on the train tracks to get and you know, basically run they, over. They fucking die. They can't get out of yeah. the car and the train runs into the car. Yeah, because the doors won't unlock or anything and they're trapped in front of the train. So typical found footage, everybody dies. <laughs> basically. Um but uh, that's that's VHS, and I did read on Wikipedia as well. There was an alternate ending shot to ten thirty one ninety eight. This last segment we just talked about, and it says oh, okay. it says a joke ending was shot in one take by Radio Silence, in which the doors are unlocked and the boys get out just before the train smashes into their car. The boys walk away and talk about how much fun they had and what a crazy night it was. Meanwhile, the train hits the car and it explodes behind them. Mm. That would be incredibly stupid. Yeah, no, I, I'd much rather <laughs> them die. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's VHS. Um, dude, I'm glad I finally watched this. This it's movie, a, this movie yeah, was great. It's, it's a cool movie. Um, you know, I, I told you because I watched it like pretty much right before we started recording tonight. Mm. And on the second watch, I was like, yeah, I didn't really like it as much mm-hmm. as my first viewing. Um, not to say that it's bad at all. Um, it's it's still a great movie. Um, and I, I think that everybody involved did a great job with their their parts or their contributions. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just remember the first the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh man, that that was freaking amazing!" <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then second time I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, right." Yeah, no, and I... maybe and maybe that's just because like I already knew what was coming or whatever, so that might be part of it. Just me going like, oh, "Okay, I know it's." Yeah, what's no, about I, to happen that's fair but i really love this movie i will definitely watch it again i found it i found it very very scary um which again was a shock to me because it's hard to scare me these days as just you know being a horror fan for so long and i know you can relate to that but this movie has a lot oh, of good sure. scares in it and a lot of good like creatures and really good stories and uh, probably going to add this to like my halloween watch list because i think this is a really like kind of evokes that that halloween vibe it does man um and and especially if nothing else um i mean that first that first story with succubus is really good yeah definitely it's it's a little drawn out um and that sounds that sounds funny for like a 30 minute segment (laughs) because basically i think it's only like probably 20 i definitely think it's one of the longer segments i think it's at least 20 minutes um yeah and like i said it it sounds funny saying that because um none of the segments are 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 really that long um well i felt like they got i felt like they got shorter as time went on i think the longest one is probably the ty west one the honeymoon one Mm, no i think that was one of the shorter ones 
Oh, it see, seems, maybe it's, maybe it was, maybe that was just me. That one felt a little bit longer than all the other ones. It seems like it's drawn out because there's not really a lot happening in it. It's yeah, like, but, oh, you know, people are going or they're going to the Grand Canyon and they're walking around and they're going to gas stations and there's nothing really else happening. So, yeah, so but that's neither here nor there. It's still a, a well-made movie and I think it's a lot of fun and I'll definitely rewatch it. And again, scary, which I enjoy. Uh, so important question before we get out of here. Do you recommend I venture into VHS 2 and the other movies from what you know of the franchise? Uh, yeah, I do, Ben. Um, because I, I really like anthology stuff. and um, well, two, well, VHS 2 seems to be the one that everyone holds in the highest regard, even more than the first one. Yeah, and I mean, um, I mean, even with the first one, there's there's strong ones and there's weak ones. Uh, but overall, it's it's not like a it's not like a disappointing watch at all. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend it. All right, cool. I well, like I'll definitely. It. Well, I'll definitely keep uh keep going, but two thumbs up from us for uh VHS one. It seems uh we will not be discussing VHS two on the very next episode, but we do have another episode coming out on the same day as this one. So pop on over to check that out. And then another quick plug real quick. We mentioned him a bunch on this episode, our boy, Jason Yashannon from uh, Tuesday, the 17th playing spider head on over to his Instagram and follow him on Instagram under Jason Yashannon 23 and go check out his books, the mysterious happenings books, which are really, really good. And uh, you know, go support him. He's a great guy, very talented. And uh yeah, yeah shout please out to, do. Shout out to him. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a really friendly guy. Um, we've had the pleasure of him being on the show. Um, and he's he's just amazing. Yeah. So yeah, show him some love, give him some support. Absolutely. And uh if you like what we do, you can get in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram under Midnight Terrors Podcast. And you can shoot us an email at midnight terrors podcast at gmail.com. You can support the show by checking out our T Public store and pick up a shirt, hoodie, or sticker with our Midnight Terrors Classic Skull logo on it. I know it's can we be a classic if we're not uh not around for that long? I don't know. But uh that's what I'll call it for right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, also join our Facebook group, which is always fun. Come talk some horror with us. Just Midnight Terrors podcast under uh, Facebook groups on there. And uh, yeah, tune in for more stuff. Be on the lookout for another episode on this same day, as well as our live episodes coming out. And that's it for this episode. So what's the show called, Jason? It's a Midnight Terrors podcast. That it is. And we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Hope y'all have a great holiday and we will see y'all again soon. Peace. Peace.